This is Game Nights, episode number 44, recorded January 29th, 2017, The Legend of Shaker Heights, Chapter 1. Hello everybody, welcome to this episode of Game Nights, the show that has played Dungeons & Dragons on the internet for longer than we can remember. Uh, I'm your Dungeon Master, Sean Jennings, joined as always by uh, three travelers who know how to get around, Colby, Dan, and Matt. Gentlemen... What up? We just concluded our our Fandolin adventures um, that weren't real, but we enjoyed them anyway. Um, and now we're we're ready to continue on um, adventuring. Should I, should I set the stage for the folks at home? Set Do it. it. Set that stage. So, following their encounter at Eggplant Industries LLC, um, Colby and Dan. Um, and their their respective characters have have traveled from from city to city, uh, town to town, village to village across this land um, for quite some time. Let's say fast forwarded about maybe two years. Um, they they've learned a did, lot. Did we gain any experience in that? No, time? but that's the point, Dan. Is you've never stayed in one place long enough because after your frankly traumatizing you gain any experience, experience. No, you gain no experience. You're exactly the same as you were. <laughs> Because um, <laughs> you were never able to fully recover from what happened at Eggplant Industries, um, mm-hmm. and you've just you've you've traveled around fi- finding no place to be your home. In that time, Dan actually picked up a a companion animal, a falcon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At least um, there's that. And <laughs> and then the three of you, uh, Colby, Dan, and the falcon, um, have just traveled the trails looking for your next adventure. Well. Um, it begins as such. You, you're traveling through the woods and you begin to notice um, along this trail, um, the woods start to thin out and, and green turns to brown and the trees get less and less and less until finally there are no more trees. You, you, you've ended up in a, in a desert type uh, situation. It's hot. Uh, it's dry. Um, you're clearly unprepared for the situation wearing your heavy armor and not bringing enough water. Um, you now, were, why are we going this way? You were on unpre- because you're traveling the trails, Dan. Okay. Because you're traveling. This is the this is where the trail leads. It leads straight, uh, straight through the desert. But uh, but you're a little surprised. It takes you by surprise. Thankfully for you, as you're traveling along, you look ahead and you see what looks to be some type of settlement down along the trail. And in a vast wasteland of nothing, you see this little little desert settlement. So you approach it. Um, the sign out front says. Uh, Welcome to Shaker Heights. And underneath it, it says population. And then the numbers crossed out. Clearly, they weren't (laughs) sure of the population. It must change very often. Um, And as you approach uh, Shaker Heights, you look and you see what you would typically see um, in in an Old West-type village. Um, You don't get a great look at all of the various uh, buildings, but, but immediately what catches your eye is that the city is very vacant. Um, it's very dry. Um, I think you see a tumbleweed go by. Everything's covered in a fine layer of dust. Um, this is a, a city that clearly doesn't see a lot of action, see a lot of people. Um, it, it seems rather dead to you upon first appearance. The, the, the wooden buildings are old and weathered. Um, most of them look as if they've been shut down or closed over the years. The few buildings you see that appear to have some kind of action or at the very least open, um, include a, a general store an inn. the saloon has a horse tied up out front. Um, you think in the background, maybe you see a dwarf farther down, um, uh, along this main stretch of, of the city, but really overall, it doesn't look particularly populated. Um, as you guys approach the city, uh, the, the settlement, I should say, um, you look around and, and you don't see too much going on. Um, like I said, really the, the, the only action or noise at all you hear is at the saloon. Um, you, you guys are tired. You are hot and dry. Um, it's up to you where you want to start in, uh, in Shaker Heights. So this is Shaker Heights. This you you are in. We're gonna just start you right off the bat. We're not fucking around here. You're in Shaker Heights. Um, you're 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 within the confines of this city. It's really just one main stretch of buildings um, on either side of you along this main thoroughfare. Clearly, just a, a stop along a trail, um, a small settlement that that grew out of necessity in this uh, harsh environment. All right. Well. Uh... Sounds like the saloon is the best place to get some some water and probably find out where we wandered ourselves to. 
I think that's a great option, Dan. So you two approach the uh, the 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 saloon. Uh, the sign outside says "Red Eye Saloon." Um, and and as you Classic. as you approach, you, you it has those old old style old west uh, doors. I don't know what they're called. I should have googled that. That that open both when you you open them. <laughs> like like the storm shutters. No, well yeah, those looking doors, and the, you know you walk through them. What Actually, are those called? But when you have them on windows, they're called something. They're called storm something. So. Yeah, no, I think they're storm shutters. I think you're right. Storm shutters. Um, but I don't know when you use them as doors. You know, actually, most Old West saloons actually didn't have those doors. That's actually kind of like a Hollywood type thing. Anyway, that's wow. completely <laughs> beside the point. Um, as you enter the the Red Eye Saloon, um, you immediately notice it's a, it's a small establishment that has clearly seen better days. Um, to your right, you notice a, a bar that stretches along the wall. Um, there's a bartender behind the bar. Um, a, a, a short man uh, wearing a, 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 a striped apron, um, clearly the, the bartender behind the bar. Sitting at the bar, you see a, a rather large man wearing a cowboy hat um, and spurs. And, and you know, you, it's probably fair to assume that's his horse tied up outside. He's sitting at the bar enjoying a drink. On the left-hand side, you notice some tables, uh, all covered in a fine layer of dust, clearly haven't been used too often. Um, and towards the back of the bar, you see an unused piano and a gambling table. Um, at that table, you see a, a dealer sitting there with a with a another man sitting, obviously on the other side of the dealer, gambling at the table. Uh, you don't get a too good of a look at the the the, the gentleman there, um, but you do notice he's being served by a by a young lady with a tray, um, clearly serving him drinks um, as he sits and gambles. All right, uh, should we get a drink? Yes. <laughs> I like the sound of that. Okay. Uh, so as you two approach the bar, uh, the, the, the bartender immediately looks up, goes from having no real expression on his face to a large smile, clearly excited to have customers, uh, and he greets the two of you. <clears throat> well, howdy there, folks. Welcome to the Red Eye Saloon. <laughs> what brings you two here this, uh, this fine summer day? Did you do some uh, some market research for this accent, Sean? I Dan, this is my accent now. I'm a Houstonian. <laughs> Talk like, what are you talking about? Uh, it's hard. It's hard to say, honestly. <laughs> well, how, about, how about we start you two off with something to drink? That sounds great. We have a fantastic IPA from the fine folks at the Heights Brewing Company. Uh, the the the. <laughs> I'm sorry. The this HBC. Accent, yes, exactly. This accent is is I I have absolutely no idea how long I'm going to be able to keep it. Uh, <laughs> Matt uh, did good with the the uh, the Spaniard uh, black spider person. The one with the speech impediment. Yeah, that was really good. No, honestly, <laughs> I shouldn't I shouldn't give Matt crap because I'm quite terrible at it as well. Um, I'm just saying, if, if nothing else, he was he, he was consistent. Oh, he no, <laughs> he's very consistent. Um, no, I um, I wrote down. Hang on, I gotta just. I've got too many notes. I may I may have overthought this. <laughs> um, yes. What are we, we're asking for a drink. Yes, right. Heights Brewing. Uh. IPA, can I pour you each one? Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So he turns around and he's he's pouring drinks. Would, would you two like to take a seat at the bar? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I have a seat. Uh, you guys are sitting there. He's he's working on his beer, pour, pouring you getting 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 fresh glasses. Do we have out. horses, by the way. No, it is a walk. No, you are on foot. Oh, You're hoofing it, as they say. <laughs> yeah. Um. I wish we were huffing it. That would help. Are you guys just sitting there in silence? <laughs> well, did we get our beers? He's working on it. It's clearly uh, busy in here. Give him a break. No, it's not. That's true. This is like uh, you walk into one of those restaurants and there's clearly no one there. You order your food and it still takes a half hour. <laughs> You guys hear uh, you guys hear distant gunshots outside of Guns? the saloon. Yeah, what's a gun? You 
You hear? You hear? I don't think we've ever encountered this sort of. This <laughs> and you probably life. never will again because I forgot there aren't guns in this. Um, <laughs> but just stay with me here. Uh, come on, just cut me some slack. Work with me here. I'm trying. That's uh, okay. So, uh, so, so, um, all of a sudden the mainframes now guns. This is very. Oh, look, I'm going to warn you. This whole quest is barely Dungeons and Dragons. Like you are not going to get. <laughs> Wait, you should see the list of names of these characters. Like it is not Dungeons and Dragons, but. It will be fun. Oh, you don't got a Thokum Galgus there? No, no. But at some point, ask. All the characters have names, so I recommend you ask because I did. Okay. Um, all right, all right. But anyway, um, you hear uh, suddenly the bartender turns around and looks out the door with kind of a uh, a kind of look on his face. Uh, he says, "Oh man, this town. Uh, you know, it's not it's not like it used to be. I remember back when this used to be a safe place to live and." Uh, these days, I'm telling you, we got all sorts of people coming and going through this town and, and some real unsavory characters working his way through. And then he hands you both your, your respective beers and he says, not like you two fine folks. What, uh, what brings you through, the, through Shaker Heights today? <laughs> just uh, just uh, going where the wind takes us, I guess. Mm. We're, we're adventurers in search of an adventure. Adventurers! And then uh, all of a sudden, the, ge- the other gentleman at the bar looks over at the two of you and says... I remember back when I used to be an adventurer. <laughs> I haven't been that for for quite some time. I and look just... down at his knee, and I I see that it's make sure it's okay. Never mind. <laughs> no one gets it. Maybe Matt gets it. Yep. You wanted to see if he took an arrow to the knee. That's right. <laughs> no, he did not. No, he did not. I should have thought of that, but no, he did not. <laughs> Um, 2010 just called Dan. They they want that joke back. Oh, <laughs> oh, you never get old, though, wow. man. You burned. You burned. Um, and of course his his hat is kind of low slung, and he's just sitting there enjoying his beer. All right, we ignore him entirely. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Do whatever you want, Dan. Uh, I mean, we should engage with him, but later I want to ask why people. He says that there's tons of people coming through this town. Why would anyone come here? But I won't, I won't phrase can, it like that. Well, you can ask but it however what, you want. The, okay, maybe I will ignore that guy for now. What do you think, Holby? Uh, I, I'm, I'm interested to know more about the town. Like he said, people are passing through. I want to know where they're passing through to. Yeah, like why would people... What are the top reasons people visit this jewel of civilization? Well, I'm assuming you're asking me, folks. Uh, your fantastic bartender, you were just speaking now, aloud. What is your name, by the way? Uh, oh, I didn't introduce myself. My name is Dominic Carpenter. Very nice to meet you both. Um, and uh, I, I, I've been uh, head of this establishment for as long as I can remember. And, you know, uh, Shaker Heights used to be a much more vibrant city. Um, these days it's, it's got a quite a small population and, and mostly is home to people traveling through on the trail, like yourself, like your other friends sitting over here at the bar. Uh, most of them just stop for a drink in the middle of this desert. There's not many, too many places to get, um, something to drink out here and they just merely pass through, uh, cause a, a bit of trouble and then are on their way as they, uh, as they continue on to their final destination. Where is that? No one, no one specifically comes here. They're always going somewhere else. They're all they're just passing through. It's a real outpost out on this trail. We used to have a lot more business and industry, um, but these days, not not too much anymore. People just stop for the night and continue on their way. Hmm. If if these people passing through, like where are they passing through to? Like, are there? That's a good question. All sorts of destinations <laughs> along along these these wide trails. Um, you know where where Shaker Heights is is right in the middle of this region of the map of the area, and um, mm. <laughs> you know, they um, and and they don't have much choice but stop here. <laughs> it's a common it's a common trade route both for the legitimate and illegitimate. Mm. So. Uh... Turn, turning to the the other gentleman at the bar, I say. So, what about you, friend? What what brings you to sh- to Shaker Heights? Well, why don't you just mind your own goddamn business? <laughs> and then he spits in a platoon, and it goes ding. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. There you go. Ding. <laughs> 
and he and he and he spits, and then the bartender says, "Oh, don't worry about old Hudson over here. He's uh he's a rough and tumble gentleman who's been passing through these parts for quite some time. Ain't that right, Hudson?" And he says to the bartender, uh, "Of course, all my accents sound exactly the same, but you know." Uh, and and, and it, uh, uh, Hudson says, uh, "Well, you know, I I used to come here for more legitimate reasons, but as you know, these days I'm mostly just a delivery man for hire." I'm giving you guys a lot of exposition about my life, aren't I? <laughs> it's true. No, yeah, it's interesting. Okay. Uh, so it seems like literally people just passed through here. There's nothing special going on here. No reason for us to stay. Stay. Certainly. And Hudson Hudson lifts up his cap a little bit. I wish I had a cowboy hat. I gotta get one. L- lifts it up and looks over at you two, and he said, you know, this is a very strange town. One of the strangest I've ever encountered. <laughs> now he sounds like, uh, I don't know, some action movie star. In I a world. world. In a world. <laughs> you know, it wasn't always like this. I could have sworn I used to come to, to, to Shaker Heights, and it used to be a totally different town. Something changed here. Something very strange happened, and no one here seems to be any the wiser, but I'm suspicious that, that something happened here not too long ago that changed Shaker Heights. Here's a question. You said, I say to both of these fine people, that there used to be a lot of businesses here why did they leave you know uh dominic looks over at you the bartender and says oh don't listen to old hudson over here he's he's full of it he doesn't know what he's talking about the town just dried up the town just dried up and like and the literally like, there coming. used to be water here i he, he used to be and at this point hudson looks at looks at dan with a knowing look in his eye <laughs> kind of just indicating yeah. but not indicating sure. uh, right. and dominic uh dominic the bartender says uh well you know it, i don't certainly remember a time when there's ever been water here it's always been this dry but you know there's no reason for anyone to come here so i don't see why they wouldn't really the only business we have uh, in town these days is, is heights brewing which has seen some some real success as of late um that's that employs most of the people in the town um outside of that we don't really have much industry it's been a hard it's been a hard couple of years we've been trying to to make shaker heights great again but uh <laughs> but, have, but haven't been very successful at this point hudson uh, looks at the two of you guys uh stands up off his bar stool um throws a couple gold pieces on the table no a couple well a couple of bronze pieces this it's not expensive beer um <laughs> pays for his pays for his drink and says uh looks at the two of you guys and says i i don't know what <clears throat> I really got to work on my accent work. I don't know what you two gentlemen are, are doing here or where you're going or what you're up to, but if it were up to me, I wouldn't recommend getting yourself involved in whatever's going on around here. The people of this town, they don't know. They don't know. It's very strange. Um, and and, and uh, it's not something I'm getting involved in, that's for sure. I'm on my way out. All right. Well, just walk out the door. No, he doesn't walk out the door. You got to talk to him more. Oh, <laughs> I'm really. Uh, I don't know. I feel like what? Do, what do you have to ask, Colby? Mm. Uh, <laughs> where, where, where are you heading, Hudson? What are you delivering? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, good. I'm, I'm, I'm. <clears throat> My clients are are very confidential. They don't like me to to share what I'm delivering or where I'm going. But you know what might interest the two of you gentlemen is uh, is on the outskirts of town. There's a there. I, I remember back when I used to come through here. Back when this place was different. That there used to be a temple on the outskirts of town. That's where uh, the magic center of town was back in those days. Um, if you guys are interested, I recommend checking that out. <laughs> and of course, Dominic the bartender jumps in and uh, and says, "Hudson, you're so full of shit. I don't know what you're talking about. 
so, you're so I don't know what you guys. I do not recommend straying off the 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 main path surrounding town. That old temple's been dried up for as long as I can remember. We haven't had magic in this town for quite some time. What does it mean for things to dry up? I still don't understand. I feel is there is there is there some yeah is there some innuendo here with dried up? Hudson looks over at the two of you and says, "says Gentlemen, I don't plan on returning to Shaker Heights anytime soon, but I hope you can figure out what the hell's going on with this strange town here." And he hands you guys a, a, a scroll of sorts, and he says, "Here, take this. This might help you uh, figure out what to do next." And at this point, he he heads out the I door. Ask, Is it a scroll of pedigree? And he and he sa- he says, "What a stupid question." He says. Uh, no. <laughs> He, he, says, he says, you'll know what to do with it. And he walks out the door and he says, Godspeed, gentlemen. And then he dramatically pulls off his sunglasses. Godspeed. And then he gets <laughs> off and gets on his horse and leaves never to return to this adventure I, again. I look at Colby and I go, what's God? <laughs> <laughs> it's unclear. You, you really, the, the anachronistic <laughs> stuff, you got to let this go, man. I'm telling you, it's only going to get worse Sorry. before it gets better. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding with you. I'm just kidding with you. <laughs> Um, I think that we should uh, take a seat at this uh, uh, gambling table in the in the back of the bar. See if we can win ourselves a, a couple of gold pieces or something. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's a good idea, Colby. Thank you. I like that. The two of you gentlemen uh, uh, take your beers with you, and you approach the 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 back of the back of the bar and there you see a a a gambling table um and sitting at that uh, that table is a is a gentleman who's with, with drink in hand gambling behind it uh, a dealer um do, do do you two would you two like to sit down i i do i, I can't okay, speak for it, it. For, yeah. all right uh the dealer looks at the two of you guys well howdy there partners welcome to the gambling table <laughs> would you nice would, to meet you would you two like to play uh, a, a bit of a game with us today yeah. Yes. Do you do you want to? Okay. Yes. Let's do it. The only thing is, you got to play with this gentleman right here. All right. Well, hello, sir. I'm I'm Colby. Or wait, what's my name? I'm now. <laughs> nice. Nice <laughs> to meet you. Please to make your acquaintance. And and I'm Dell. I'm really good at card games. Totally. That's a lot. <laughs> Well, howdy there, partners. My name yes. is <laughs> My name is Going through uh, rocks. <laughs> He's back. He sounds yeah, exactly name, like Gundren Rockseeker. No relation to the previous Gundren Rockseeker. <laughs> I have encountered on the previous adventure. Nope. Is that? Not me. How is about we sit around this and we'll skip the and we'll go on with this game of chance we got going on here. All right, we'll reintroduce you later when you're a little more clear as to who you are. <laughs> I, don't know who I, am. I know who I am. Just go along. Okay. All right. You got it. All right. Uh, well, gentlemen, thanks for, thanks for sitting down. We we play a bit of a unique game here uh, at this table in this bar. Um, you know, a, a real ancient game, a classic game, uh, a game known around these parts for quite some time. It's called blackjack. <laughs> the the ancient game and and, uh, and here's how it works gentlemen uh, you're gonna have the opportunity to win some fantastic prizes here's the rule uh, we often have all sorts of strange people coming in and out of these parts and uh, believe it or not they actually leave a lot of things behind so we got quite a lost and found here at the uh, at the red saloon um, with all sorts of amazing things in it um, and if you guys are willing um, you will uh, you will be able to go in and uh, and reach in and pull out a prize if you can win at blackjack. And I'm telling you, we got some really fantastic prizes here uh, that you'll have the opportunity to win. However, there is a 50 gold piece buy-in, but you're guaranteed you're guaranteed to win a prize uh, for sure. You win a prize. Now, some are better than others. Some are. But here's how it's going to work. We're going to play five rounds. A blackjack. If you beat the dealer, you win that round. If you don't, you lose. And depending on how many rounds you win, zero to five, you know the opportunity to pull out some fantastic prizes from the from the from the bars lost and found. Are you guys willing to play? Sure am. I'll do it. 
50 gold pieces, man. These are, these are really, uh, I'm telling you, if you can win a lot of these, if you win all five hands, I'm telling you, we have some incredibly rare finds here. What do you think, Dan? We can't hear you, Dan. I, I think you're muted. I said this gold has been literally weighing me down for the past two years. <laughs> Fantastic. Sure. I guess you might as well get rid of it. I'm somehow. happy to hear that, gentlemen. So, uh, although so, we could almost afford a horse, but whatever, I guess it's too late. Maybe you could win a horse. You can't win a horse. <laughs> no, no, no one left a horse behind. But maybe you'll find one. Who knows? Maybe if you ask nicely to the the god of this universe, maybe he'll provide you one. Didn't you just get a falcon? Yeah. You're so greedy. <laughs> what do you mean? Do you a want falcon's not a horse? Can't I can't that is true. Falcon. You can buy. I bet you can buy a falcon. I said I can't ride my oh. falcon. But your can your Dean, falcon you ride the a, horse? You should get a spell that shrinks you down so you can ride your falcon. Yes, that would be sweet. Um, all right, guys, this is uh, this is Sean for a moment. So let's explain how this is going to work. Um, okay. We're we're playing traditional blackjack here. Now it's going to be a little different because we're over Skype and you can't see. So I'll, we'll do it all verbally. Um, you'll each have obviously the dealer. Myself will have a hand. You'll each have yours. Points to beat the dealer. Um, you know, hit, stay, we'll work our way through five rounds. Each of you will have the opportunity to uh, to win some prizes. You up for this? All right. Uh, can you explain how Blackjack works? Because I actually have no idea. Okay. Sure, we can do that. Absolutely. <laughs> That's fine with me. So the way it works is uh, everybody begins with two cards. Now, uh, mm -hmm. everyone will know everyone else's cards because of Skype reasons, except for the dealer's cards, which uh, one of those is public and one of those is secret. The point is to get 21 without going over between your cards. The other rule to remember is that um, aces are worth... One or 11, Thank right? you. One or 11, okay? And that's what you call a soft hand. So say you had an ace and a six... Now, you have the choice to say whether that's worth 7 or 17, but then if you pull down another card, you may lock it into being a, a, just a, a regular one. And our hands are only two cards? Well, and that's what, so you have the opportunity. So say you initially get 12, you get a 6 and a 6, let's just say. Yeah. You can, if you think you have a better hand than I do the dealer and you'll win a higher number, then you can stay and not take another card. However, if you think you need more cards to beat me, you can take one, additional cards one at a time. Now, if you go over 21, you're out and you automatically lose. Oh, okay. So I'll walk you through it as we go through, I promise. Um, All right. Let's get started here. So I'm going to deal everybody out just on my little table here. And we all know what everyone else has. Yes, in traditional poker, you wouldn't, or poker, uh, in blackjack, you wouldn't, but because of Skype reasons, and there's really no reason, you know, really the reason you do it in real cards is, is, is if people are counting cards, um, but I don't think any of you guys are doing that, so I'm not worried. <laughs> all right so the dealer is showing a four and so you don't know what my second card is you just know my first one's a four um we'll start with colby we're gonna do it in alphabetical order uh colby you drew a king and a nine for 19 do you want to stay or do you want another card i'll stay gonna stay a, at a king and a nine a king and a nine so yeah. face cards are two so, yep and so a 19's a really, it's pretty close to 21, so it's probably worth staying. Obviously, something you draw might go over. Dan, this is mm. easy for you. You got a 10 and an ace. You drew a blackjack. You drew 21. So that's an automatic win right. unless I also draw 21. All right, sounds great. And Matt, you drew a 13. Would you like another card okay. or are you going to stay? Give me another card. We deducted our 50 gold pieces, right? I'm assuming everybody did. Okay. Yep. I did. Yeah. And for the record, I personally don't get them. They just kind of vanish into the ether. So you don't. <laughs> so you don't think I, this is a gimmick for me to get rich? Because it's not. <laughs> um, Matt, you drew a seven, which gives you twenty. I'm gonna stay. You're gonna stay. So we've got uh, a nineteen, a twenty, and a twenty-one. I I, I don't think <laughs> I'm gonna win this. Um, I flip over my my unseen card. I currently have thirteen. I must hit. Um, the way it works, Dan, is the dealer hits on up to 16 and will stay above 17. And I drew another card. I drew a 19, which means that, Colby, it's a push, uh, which in your case is a loss. Sorry. Um, uh, but Dan and Matt, you each won a round. Congratulations. Nice. <laughs> so that's Boy, good. this sure is my lucky day. It, yeah. <laughs> it sure is. All right, let's clear the, the table here and do another round. 
Now, has the, the Dice Cam 3000 morphed into the Blackjack Cam It has 3000? not. I'm far too lazy for that. <laughs> it's all set up to, to handle cool. dice, not cards. You're really just going to have to take my word for it. I'm, I'm, an honest, I'm an honest dealer in this sketchy middle-of-nowhere saloon that looks abandoned. Okay. So I have a king showing. Okay. And Colby, you drew an ace and a two. Which mm. is which is thirteen or three. Right. Uh you can hit me. Okay. You drew a ten, so that's a th automatic thirteen. Uh I guess you can hit me again. And you drew an eight, that's twenty-one. <laughs> I gotta I'm not shuffling these cards very well. Um <laughs> Dan, you have an twelve. Hit me. Uh, you drew a 10. That's a bust. All right. It's 22. You lose. Sorry. Uh, Matt, you have 16. Okay. I'm going to hit. You were going to hit, and you drew a... You drew a 5. You also got 21. I'm, huh. I'm, I'm really getting... I got, I'm going to shuffle these cards better. Um, all right. So, um, unless I have a 21, everyone has already won or lost. I flip over my card. Um, I have a jack. I have a jack underneath, um, which means that congratulations to Colby and Matt. They have both won. Dan, you did not. Hurrah. Matt is the only one who is still undefeated. Boy, gentlemen, I don't know what uh, I don't know what's coming over me, but I, 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 I must be my lucky day. Like Foghorn Leghorn over here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I have a seven showing. Colby, you have 13. Uh, I assume not an ace. That's good. It's, it's, like it's a queen a and a three. 13. Yes. Uh, yeah, you can hit me. And you draw a 22. Sorry. Uh, Bust. Dan, you have a 16. That's a tough one. Mm. I'll stay. All right, Dan will stay at 16, hoping I bust. Um, and Matt, you have a uh, an ace and a four, so that's a 15 or a five. We're going to hit. You're going to hit on the 15 or the five, and you draw a nine, which would put you at 14. We're going to hit again. And you drew a six. That's 20. You going to stay? Stay up with that. Okay. Um, I have, I flip over my other card. I have a king. That's 17. I have to stay at 17, which means that, um, Dan, you lose because you stayed at 16. Colby, you busted. But Matt has won again. Oh, my God. Lucky cards. That's this three. Cheating. That's let's start, a, let's start a bar fight three, here. That's three rounds that's down. Old-fashioned saloon brawl. That's, that's three rounds down. We got one, uh, two more to go here. I hope you guys are getting your 50 gold pieces worth out of it. Mm. <laughs> I didn't lose every time, so. That's true. Me either. All right. <laughs> I have a nine showing. Colby, you drew an ace and a three, so four or 14. Mm, you can hit me. All right. You drew another three, so that's seven or 17. Mm, hit me again. You drew a 10. That's 17. Oh. Uh, again. <laughs> He's bold. You drew a 6. You busted. Good job. Damn. Well done. Uh, Dan, yeah. Dan, you have a queen and a jack for 20. I'll stay. Very good. Uh, Matt, you have a 5 and a 2. Hit me. You drew a 10. That's 17. Hit me again. You drew uh, four. That's 21. Damn it! <laughs> I don't know how this keeps happening. I think this is rigged. Um, now, John and Matt worked out a deal beforehand. I'm an honest dude. I've never met this man before in my life. Uh, I flip over my hidden card. It's an eight, which gives me 17. I must stay so Dan and Matt win. <laughs> All right. Um, and Colby lose. So Colby has won one. Dan has won two. Matt's won all of them. And now we get to the, <laughs> now we get to the final round.
Shuffle these up for the final round. Here we go. All right, I'm showing an ace. Uh, Colby, you have an eight and a five for 13. Give me. You drew a three, that's 16. That's uh. <laughs> a tough one. Hit me again. Ooh, you drew a 10. That's a bust. Damn I know. All right. <laughs> Dan, you have 11. You have a 2 and a 9. Hit me. And that's a 6. That's 17. Uh, I'll stay. Uh, okay. That's good. I like that. Um, I just lost track there for a second. So 17 to you. Uh, Matt, you have a queen and a 3. Hit me. All right, and that is a six for 19. Damn it. Uh, yeah, this is the last round, right? Yep. Let's live dangerously. Hit me again. All right, and you drew an ace, which is 20. God. I guess I got to stay with that. That would make sense. Uh, I flip over, so I had the ace showing. I flip over the next card. It is a seven. Um, which is a, a an 18, so I'm going to stay on that, which means that, um, Dan, you had 17, so you lose. Colby busted, and that means Dan, or uh, Matt, has won. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Excellent, excellent. Uh, I, I truly believe the fates favor me today. They, they, they clearly have, sir. At this point, uh, Matt stands up uh, and, and, and begins to, uh, to, to celebrate, uh, grab his hat, put it on his head, and, and, and quickly ask about his prizes. What are my prizes? What are your prizes? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to, to tell you, Matt, you have, uh, you have won. At this point, uh, as Matt stands up, a, uh, 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 several playing cards fall out of his pocket. Um, all over the floor of this of this bar, <laughs> everyone suddenly stops and freezes in place. Their jaws on the ground, looking over and staring at Matt. Golly, uh, I guess the jig is up. And suddenly, in the blink of an eye, the figure that once stood before you um, transforms to a bullish here. Um, the man is now replaced with a tiefling, and if you if you're not familiar what a tiefling is, um, if you look in the in the Dungeons and Dragons book, a tiefling is a race of almost like devil-looking humans. They're like <laughs> humans that were like crossbred with demons essentially, and they have like horns and like these long tails. They basically look like 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 devils, like 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 devilish creatures. Um. And just as the people in the bar start to close in to try to attack me, um, because tieflings are not really well regarded in, in the human world, uh, they often put on disguises to try to uh, cover up their features and appearances. I pull out from my pocket a mandolin, and I take the mandolin and I start playing it. And as I'm playing the mandolin, Everybody in the bar is immediately hypnotized by my beautiful singing and um, storytelling ability. And they're hypnotized and they and they all of a sudden the figure before them, the tiefling, appears again, almost like a flash of lightning. He appears once again in human form. Well, I don't know what it is about you, stranger, but uh, but but for some reason I'm feeling a lot more relaxed. I uh, I don't think it's that big of a deal that uh, that you cheated. Of course, you're not getting a prize, but uh, but that's okay. Uh, you, I appreciate you having fun here. You can even have your fifty gold pieces back. I thank you, folks, and uh, <laughs> thank you, gentlemen. Uh, I will be a part of it, and I bid both of y'all adieu. At this point, we then have to. Uh, do I get my prize? Oh, I was about to say, we got to get Colby and uh, Dan some prizes here. So yes. I, I literally, this is we have a prize list, and they're different levels depending on how many of those hands you won. So zero to one, you get level one. 
Two wins get you, was it? No, two to three wins get you level two. Four wins get you level four. And if you had gone five or five, you would have gotten level five. Level five, I mean, this is like crazy shit. I went through the manual. There's crazy uh. shit on here. But because you guys are terrible at this, uh, you know what? I'll even upgrade you guys a level. So, Colby, you're going to get you're gonna get a level one prize because you only won one hand. Okay. Um, and I would like you to roll a D4 to decide which you get. And I'm going to get the manual. A D4. So, yeah. D4. Holy shit. Well, there's only I four to the choose D4. from. Actually, no. Colby's favorite is the D12. <laughs> Colby's favorite D4. D4. I like, uh, I'm sorry, I rolled a three. You rolled a three. Oh, boy. Congratulations, Colby. I, I wasn't kidding when I said level one were lame prizes. You have won. Hang on, because I want to read you the actual description here. You have won the, 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 the rarest item of them all, folding boat. <laughs> this, 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 from, this from the manual. <laughs> This object appears as a wooden box that measures 12 inches long, 6 inches wide, and 6 inches deep. It weighs 4 pounds and floats. It can be opened to store items inside. This item also has three command words, each requiring you to use an action to speak it. Okay? One command word causes the box to unfold into a boat 10 feet long, 4 feet wide, and 2 feet deep. The boat has one pair of oars, an anchor, a mast, and a sail. It can hold up to four medium creatures comfortably. The second command word causes the box to unfold into a ship 24 feet long, 8 feet wide, and 6 feet deep. The ship has a deck, rowing seats, five sets of oars, a steering oar and anchor, a deck hammock, and a mast with a square sail. It can hold 15 medium creatures comfortably. When the box becomes a vessel, its weight becomes that of a normal vessel its size, and anything stored in the box remains in the boat. The third command causes the folding boat to fold back into a box, providing that no creatures are aboard. Any objects in the vessels that can't fit inside the box remain outside the box as it folds. Any objects in the vessel also fit inside the box. Congratulations, Colby. You've won folding boat. <laughs> that, that's well, an awesome prize if we weren't in a desert. Yeah, exactly. And I, I will tell you, Colby, some of the other prizes you could have won include Boots of the Winterlands, which keep you from freezing, <laughs> and Cloak of the Manta Ray that lets you control sea creatures. I wasn't kidding. Yeah, level one. Not great prizes, but you get to keep it, so it's yours. I'll send you. Uh, I'll send you the, the full description, Colby, so you have it. Was everyone having so much fun? Skype crashed. There we go. Everyone's back. Okay. Hi. Hi. Is everyone there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, good. So congratulations, Colby. Enjoy your folding boat, Dan. Thank you. If you can roll, I your, rolled a four. You rolled a four. Oh boy, actually, you got a pretty sweet one here. Um, let me get to the right page here because you have won. The Ring of X-Ray Vision. Let, 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 let me re read you this. While wearing this ring, you can use an action to speak its command word. When you do so, you can see into and through solid matter for one minute. The vision has a radius of 30 feet. To you, solid objects within that radius appear transparent and don't prevent light from passing through them. The vision can penetrate one foot of stone, one inch of common metal, or up to three feet of wood or dirt. Uh, thicker substances block vision. Um, as does a thin sheet of lead. Whenever you use the ring again before taking a long rest, you mu must succeed on a 15 constitution saving throw or gain one level of exhaustion. Congratulations. Okay. That, that might... That would have been... It'll be helpful on our next bank heist. <laughs> I was going to say. There, there, <laughs> I think there's plenty of opportunity to use that. You, you could have won the slippers of spider climbing or the wand of secrets, but no such luck. Man, there's some really good prizes on here. It's a shame you'll never get them. Okay, anyway, there you go. Congratulations <laughs> on your gambling, despite our, our new cheating friend here who we're oddly comfortable with all of a sudden, even though he revealed <laughs> himself to be half-demon. Um, but oh well. So at this point, you guys have, have gambled, won your prizes. You, you can go again if you want, but, um, but I'm sure you've had enough blackjack at this point. <laughs> um, well, thanks, folks, for playing. Enjoy your time here in Shaker Heights. Um, the, 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 you guys get up from the table um, and you, you, you proceed towards the door. At this point, Dominic Carpenter uh, reaches out to you guys. Uh, well, thank you guys for, uh, for coming in. To, uh, see, all my guys sound the same. Uh, well, thank <laughs> you folks for stopping by the, the, the Red Eye <laughs> Saloon. Um, the, the, the beers will be uh, uh, 14 copper pieces. No right. problemo, we this, say. This, this, this is, is, is a business. Each, each or... No, that, that's, <laughs> that's, that's total. Would you like me to split the bill right. for the two of you? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's seven <laughs> apiece. There you go. 
But let me give you folks a fair warning. I know, uh, I know Hudson over there is a bit of a, of a kooky fella um, handing you that, that scroll and telling you all these stories, but they're mostly just stories. I've lived here my whole life, and I don't remember, remember any of the things he talks about. Uh, maybe mostly. He's conf- maybe he's confusing this for, for a different town or village. I know he certainly travels a lot, but let me just warn you folks that um, we try to keep law and order here in Shaker Heights, and... And the sheriff doesn't take too kindly to people asking too many questions. We just want to live our lives and and succeed in these harrowing times. So uh, be careful as you uh, as you take whatever information he gave you and, and continue forward. Who is the sheriff? Oh, you'll find out. You don't get too far in Shaker Heights without running into the sheriff. All right. Should we take a look at this scroll? We just sort of walk away without uh, examining it. Let's go. We we can walk oh. up. We leave the saloon and 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 take a glance at this this Hudson scroll. Yeah. You you slowly take the string off the scroll and 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 open it. And inside you see a map. And on this map you can clearly see Shaker Heights along the trail, and up about a mile and a half. Up, up, up the trail and off a ways um, into uncharted wilderness, you just simply see an X. And next to it is written Temple, Temple de Agua. And, and that is simply all that has been given to you um, there, the map clearly leading you to this mysterious place. I say to Colby, is that is that dwarvish or something? I don't recognize the language. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Temple de Agua, a name I definitely didn't just make up. Um, <laughs> now at this point, I'm wondering what is going on with our with our new uh, tiefling friend. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, he got up and he left, so now he's he's uh, he's hanging out outside, but he comes back in just now. Um, Mandolin and outside. What? We're also outside. Oh, all right. So he so he walks over to you guys, mandolin in hand, um, and he said he's still look, in the appearance of just common like minor, um, and he's and he's strumming the. Uh, would you folks care to hear for a song? And he starts, whether you say yes or no, he still just play. He starts playing the mandolin. Sure. Um, and as he's playing. Uh, oh, the suspense. And they grab. Matt, you Matt, to- we, you gotta stop. We can't hear you. You're all broken up. All right, let me let me hang up on him for calling back uh-huh. here in a second because that <laughs> seemed pretty important. I wasn't sure, but I Does assume we. Know. We wanted to hear that. Hello? Yes, Matt. We didn't hear Hi. any of that. You got you to gotta oh, do it again. Good. All right. So um, as I'm playing the mandolin, um, this young kid comes up behind Colby and Dan and grabs the map right out. The <laughs> map. And that's it. <laughs> a a young kid <laughs> comes out of nowhere and grabs the map and runs yeah, did off. Did you guys hear that? Can, yes. can I make like a dexterity saving yes. throw to see if who has it? Does Colby have it? This Do kid I have is it? Running away. No, Colby had it originally. Um, and Colby has to do a dexterity well, saving throw to see if the kid can get it out of his hands. <laughs> All right. Can I just shoot him down? <laughs> well, just I can kidding. draw my bow and snaring straight. <laughs> no, but that would take a turn. Let's just see if you can keep it. <laughs> I got a natural twenty. <laughs> the the young kid wow. runs up. The kid <laughs> runs up behind Colby, tries to grab it out of his hand. Not only does his hand just slip right off of it like butter, Colby reaches out and smacks him in the face <laughs> and says, How dare you? Where are your parents? <laughs> you should be ashamed. The kid looking absolutely staggered by these two strangers he's never met. Um runs off um and disappears behind a building. Well, uh, 
I don't know what and to I say. I put my Both hand on my sword. I sure am embarrassed. <laughs> and then he turns, I, I mean, he turned back into tiefling form, uh, horrifying everyone around. Uh-oh. Uh, so, so, can I come with you guys? I, I don't think this town is safe for me anymore. Mm. Mm. And guys can give any answer you want. There's no wrong answer. Ask is that was that your friend there that that little kid without any parents? No, never seen him before in my life. <laughs> All right, uh, perception check. I'm gonna see if Matt was lying. <laughs> Twenty three. Insight check, right? right. Dungeon master um, was was Matt you know telling what? the truth? I'll come clean. I'll <laughs> tell you everything. <laughs> but first, let's get to a safe place, please. Okay. Right. Where, where might that be? So you guys, uh, someone roll a, a quick perception check for me. All right, Colby, you're up. You're up sure. next. <laughs> Oof, didn't go well. <laughs> Six? All right. Oh. You, you, you look up and down the street, and you don't really see much. It's quite hazy. There's a lot of uh, sand blowing through the village at this point. Um, but you do notice up the street, um, that, that there's a bit of an alley right next to the, the saloon on the other side of that, um, is a general store with a small sort of porch out front. Um, you see one or two people going in and out of the general store. Seems generally quiet. Okay. okay. I guess, I guess we can go over there. So we're in this alleyway. Okay. All right. So. My real name is Akmenos Quest. I am a tiefling, as you have probably seen, um, which does not exactly bode very well with the, uh, the country folk of this village. Uh, in fact, the only way I go out in public normally is through that the, um, the bardic magic um, that you saw before. You see I'm a bard. I play this magical mandolin, uh, and that creates any disguise that any appearance that I want to go by the in these trying Matt we can't we can't all right Matt Matt I'm going to I'm going to cut you off there Okay, okay, we'll have to wait for next time to hear your backstory because we're out of time uh, for this week. We, we can't hear you, Matt. So let's do this instead. Uh, guys, we're going to have to put a pin in it here. Um, what will happen next time? What, what is, uh, what is uh, Octavio Spencer? I forgot what your name is already. Um, Quest. Sure, why not? Mr. Quest. Um, <laughs> we'll find out his backstory. Will he join Colby and Dan on their adventure? What will Colby and Dan decide to do next? Will they investigate the town, speak to some locals, or will they head out looking for this mysterious Temple de Agua? You'll have to join us to find out as we continue along here on The Legend of Shaker Heights. Our website, GameNights.tv. Go there for all all the information past episodes uh the story um and where to follow us but for now we've got to wrap up so this is dungeon master sean thanking all of you for joining us and on behalf of matt colby and dan we thank you and hope we'll see you next time for even more dungeons and dragons adventures here on game night